How's it going, guys? And welcome to episode eight of the Put Me On podcast. Last time we talked was just before exam season, and those were interesting to say the least. But hey, enhanced SU grading is there for a reason, right? In that time, a good amount of music dropped. Not too much, but too much to hit it all in this one, so we'll fold it into the coming weeks. With that being said, though, let's get into it. Masigo's extended play, Study Abroad. We talked about Mystery Lady, the single featuring Don Tolliver when it came out, and it was the standout song of this six-song EP. Between it, Silver Tongue Devil, and Sides of Me, Masigo goes three for six. Solid enough. He's at his best when he stays in what he's used to. The Asian influence on Passport doesn't really work. This type of music is most enjoyable when you can kind of just allow his voice to melt into the production, meaning it is at its most not enjoyable on a song like Polygamy. Maybe I'm just not the target audience, though. Moving from one EP to another, though, Chomp, that's all caps, by the way, and it's by Russ. Spare me the L thoughts for those familiar with his internet reputation. He's got a Rihanna co-sign now. And Russ is infamous for how abrasive he can be, but also for being a one-man show. He usually mixes, produces, and masters all of his music all by himself, but that doesn't mean he never asks for help. He's been releasing a lot of music lately, much of it on the R&B side of things, but Chomp is for the people who prefer he show off his rapping ability. It's five songs and has features from TDE's Absol, Busta Rhymes, Black Thought, and Benny the Butcher. It's also got a beat from DJ Premier, one from The Alchemist, and one from North Carolina legend, Ninth Wonder. The top song, though, is the one that opens the EP, Stockholm Syndrome, which features King Crooked. Russ holds his own, produces one of his best beats, and Crooked's verse is by far one of the best on the album. Outside of it, the EP is solid, there's no insane track, but every song minus the premiere one is listenable with repeat value. With this EP, Russ does what he set out to do. He establishes himself as a rapper and not just as an artist. Now on to a rapper who's still trying to put it all together, Megan Thee Stallion. I could have sworn she debuted before, but this one was it. Good news, a 17-song, 49-minute project. What are my thoughts? Well, let's preface it with this cop-out. I, as I have been told, cannot understand music made by women. That very well may be the case, though I've recommended music by women before, but I'm sticking myself into women's business anyways here, so give this album a listen of your own and see if I'm off in what I'm saying. Without out of the way, this album is trash. It's fine enough entering your ears, I suppose, but it's in one ear and out the other. On the first track, she addresses the Tory stuff via disses, half of which could have used some work, but I like where her head's at, and she does it by sampling the beat Hushacha, which I really, really do enjoy. That being said, um, you can't say who am I to entertain you haters as you are currently entertaining the haters. As an aside, I also need her to never again mimic the sound of a gun firing. Or sing. The trauma that I unearth re-listening to Don't Rock Me to Sleep to do this episode, these are the things that I do for y'all. Being a bit less of a dick, though, um, Megan did pull out all the stops for this album, and you can tell. It's got features from The Baby, 
The City Girls, SZA, Big Sean, and the list goes on. All the songs are short, they're fast-paced, they never overstay their welcome. The production feels like it has money behind it. She switches up her flows, she raps on different enough sounding beats, and it's obvious that these songs were made with the expectation that two or three would organically blow up. And a couple have. I first heard Body as part of the TikTok trend, and I thought it sounded horrible. Maybe it's how much I've enjoyed the trend, or maybe it's how disappointing the other songs were, but Body's actually one of my favorite songs on this project, as is the next song on the album, What's New. She kills the chorus on it, and more importantly, it doesn't include Juicy J's annoying producer tag. All in all, good news kinda exposes the problems that Meg has to deal with. She's still figuring it out as an artist. One test I always kind of like to think of when I'm evaluating an album is, do I know anything more about this person now that I didn't know coming into this release? For this one, it's a no. And that's a problem. Meg has had a meteoric rise to the top of the world, really. Um, she's lost her mom. She's been involved in a traumatic shooting. And all she's giving us is the standard talk my shit type rap. It's inauthentic, and that's going to turn people off and turn me off. This album may have debuted at number two on Billboard, and it may have a couple of huge hits, but it's not going to have that staying power that other great releases and other great albums have because it's lacking that authenticity. Speaking of authenticity, men do it too. St. John has had a spectacular crash back to earth. He's had three projects come out over the past three years, and they have all gotten progressively worse. This year's release, While the World Was Burning, came on the heels of his newfound TikTok fame thanks to a remix of one of his older songs. That remix ended up giving him his first number one hit, and it led to him securing features from DaBaby, Lil Uzi, Kehlani, and multiple from Kanye West on this project. For those who know nothing about St. John, his first project came out in 2018, titled Collection One. It was moody, trap-inspired, and it was also weird music. Saints melodic, think Drake but more toxic, not corny and with actual vocal ability. Then imagine that Drake is running a cult. Maybe that description turns you off, but it's pretty accurate and it's kinda cool. With each following release, though, Saints conformed more and more to the standard sound that makes him uninteresting to listen to. Case in point, Monica Lewinsky was a song on Ghetto Lenny's Love Songs, Saints' 2019 album. It featured a boogie and was a decent enough song about a certain type of person you might be dealing with, but it doesn't work out. That same song is inexplicably featured on this new album, now titled Monica Lewinsky Election Year, and it also features the baby. The beat is reworked. Saint and A Boogie also provide new verses. The result, the beat is worse. Saint's verse is worse. Boogie's verse is worse. And the baby's verse features the line, and I'm not lying to you, knock the pussy out, Hadouken. So yeah, there's that. Again, I haven't learned anything new about Saint, despite him releasing two new albums in the past two years. It's dishonest music. It's riding a wave, and it's saddening because I know he has more to offer. This paint-by-the-numbers music that some artists are putting out, 
it may get you numbers on Billboard today. It may make you more palatable to the masses. But for people who actually enjoy good music, for your core audience, it's not going to get it done. And it's not going to have longevity. On to something I did enjoy. Corday has released another single, this one called The Parables. We talked about the one he released earlier. We talked about the one he released earlier this year, Gifted featuring Roddy Rich. My criticism was that the more melodic sound didn't really fit Corday, and true enough, he goes back to his roots with this one, pure rapping, and the flow he hits towards the end of the song. You can tell he was having fun. And I can't wait to listen to whatever album he's got coming. Let's move towards current events now and talk about the Grammys. The nominations were terrible. Great talk. In all seriousness, though, the Academy did a major disservice to anyone who was looking to it to find out what the best music was over the past year. So I'll go ahead and give you some winners of my own for best songs and albums in both R&B and rap over the past year. All of these following selections would have qualified for this year's Grammys. None of them was even nominated. So first off, WAP, Cardi B featuring Meg Thee Stallion, Best Rap Song. Not much to say there, you probably heard the song. It is a travesty that it was not nominated. Next up, Heartbreak Anniversary, Giveon, Best R&B Song. I am not sure that we discussed Heartbreak Anniversary on this podcast, but it was part of a release of an EP that Giveon put out earlier in the summer of this year. It is an incredible song. It's heartbreaking, as the title would imply, and it's definitely the best R&B song to come out over the past year. Now for rap, Pray for Paris by West Side Gun. West Side Gun isn't your typical rapper. Um, he's more of an artist. He can't rap, not very well. He can't sing either, not very well. He doesn't do much well, actually, but he has a knack for making good music. At his best, Westside's kind of a DJ Khaled type where he brings all of these people together, he gets them to work on a sound they maybe wouldn't normally do or with people they wouldn't normally work with, and he excels at that, getting people in a room together and having them make good music. Whenever he adds in, it's like, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It's not good, but it's also not bad, and sometimes it's great. And you have to listen to him to understand what I'm saying there, but he's just a really, really unique and interesting artist, and Pray for Paris was absolutely the best rap album to come out over the last year. After Hours, The Weeknd, best R&B album. This is the best album to come out in this entire year. Not only in R&B, in every other genre. The best album. After Hours by The Weeknd, incredible. I'm not going to dig too much into it now because I may go in depth on it later. But rest assured, if you have not heard this album, you need to listen to it right now. Quickly, before I close this thing out, huge thank you to WKNC Promotions Director Becca. Because of her hard work, we now have a playlist for this podcast which will be updated each episode with more songs that I mentioned on this show. Just search Put Me On Featured Tracks on Spotify so you can follow along with the music we discuss. That's all I've got for y'all today. I have been your host, Jalen Harrington. Thank you for joining me. And as always, wear your mask, wash your hands, stay safe, and I'll talk to y'all next time.